theme song. Hey there, Delilah, what's it like, like in New York City? Well, I'm a thousand miles away, and girl, tonight you look so pretty. Yes, you do. Times Square can't shine as bright as you. I swear it's true. What great harmonizing. Amen. <laughs> that was awesome. Uh, welcome back to Back to the Point. Uh, this is episode five. Uh, we're going to open up with some news. There's been a lot of news this week. Uh, DC Fandom happened. Are you familiar with that? No, what is that? So, you know, pandemic started. So Comic-Con was, with Hall H was like the big thing for DC and Marvel news. And that wasn't really going to happen. So DC took it upon themselves to do a virtual version and host it, host it themselves. So they created DC Fandom. And that's just basically now where they um, release all their news. And I think since it's like so profitable they're probably just going to keep doing it this way instead of doing comic-con i think comic-con san diego might like die really dang that's sad i know i want to go someday but um for it being the hub of like news and releases and stuff it that might die I, it won't die but um so yeah a lot of things happen like um the big thing uh, the Batman got a trailer uh, with Robert Pattinson mm-hmm. uh, or Battinson. I like Battinson. I mean, Batfleck. I think that sounds fun. There's a joke on another podcast where it's called Raw Bat, Bat and Bat, <laughs> but I can't steal that. Um, so that happened. I'm that trailer made me. It was fine. I didn't really feel anything about it. There's a weird moment where um, Batman is like, in, he's like interrogating the Riddler or something, and he just loses control, anger, and just like yells at him. And I'm like, that's like the weirdest thing I've ever seen Batman do is just yell at a at a villain. I'm like. All right, that's weird. But um, besides that, it looks fine. Uh, Black Adam gets a look at it. He's disintegrating a dude. And Black Adam's The Rock, correct? Yes, he's The Rock. I've been seeing a bunch of people going like, what is Shazam going to do and stuff? I think The Rock actually probably replied to one and was like, nothing. He's not going to do anything. <laughs> I'm going to win. Uh, so it looks cool. There's been some um, the logos of like other heroes and stuff like Hawkman, um, uh, Adam Smasher, Cyclone or something. Looks cool. Looks big budget. Um, let's see. Peacemaker gets a trailer. I'm quite excited for that show. I don't see. So here's my thing. I hated the ending of the first Suicide Squad or not the second Suicide Squad. I was going to say, I'm like, I hated everything about the first Suicide Squad. I, I hate, I love to hate the first Suicide Squad, but oh, I yes. hated the second one because Why? of Peacemaker. He because killed, he... what's his face? I can't remember his name. Oh, uh, Rick Flag. Rick Flag. I fucking love Flag. I actually really do like Flag as pissed. well. I thought he was going to be the one alive but, after, but with I, the after credit. That's what I actually really liked about that because I was like, that was a, that was a bold move. I quite liked Rick and I'm sad to see him go, but good on you for doing that. But, um, yeah, no, I think it sets uh, Peacemaker up for just this villain that you kind of hate to love but love to hate and stuff like that. Like you have that sort of dual uh, relationship with him. I think it's fun. I like it. Um, yeah, I'm most excited for that. I just like James Gunn. Uh, Flash gets a trailer. The Flash. Um, been seeing a lot of memes about the Flash's uh, helmet, cowl, of it just looks like the Lego version, which is quite fun. I like that. Uh, Are you excited for the Flash? I don't care, I think. <sighs> See, I love the Flash. I, I'm excited for the Flash, but I, I think I am also going like... 
Fox universes in the bin. It's done. Who cares? Yeah. <laughs> that being said, like this is going to be what like restarts and everything because they're doing Flashpoint. Um, there's some interesting stuff. Like I'm excited to see Michael Keaton's Batman. I'm excited to see that again. And um, there's like a another Flash in it, like a tw- uh, maybe another universe's Flash or something. And he's wearing the Batman suit that he spray painted to look like the Flash. It's interesting. I'd like to see that. Um, Blue Beetle concept art is revealed. I'm excited for Blue Beetle. Yeah, I love the Blue Beetle line. Um, I don't know if it's confirmed or not, but it's the kid from Cobra Kai that's going to be Blue Beetle. Which one? The which one do you think? There's the there's um, the one that's Johnny's kid. It's like Johnny's birth kid or his his birth kid. The um, the one he trained, Miguel. Miguel, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, it's gonna be Miguel. I like Miguel. Okay, I love him. I'm excited to see him do more things. It'd honestly, good. it'd be awful if they whitewashed Blue Beetle. Oh yeah, that'd have been horrendous. Uh, let's see. The TV show Flash finally gets his uh, golden boots after seven seasons. Golden boots? Question mark. Yeah. What are like like the actual golden boots that he wears? Yeah. Ah, yeah sort of okay. Right it was like always just like there was like a gold stripe at at like the mid shin, and then the rest was just red. And people were like, "Bring in the golden boots!" And it's like it's such a small thing that's like mm-hmm. I don't know why it took him so long. Um. Let's see. Trying to just see some of the news. Oh, Cowboy Bebop got another thing which was um it was more like a trailer kind of showed what's going to happen in the show i'll admit that got me excited there's like a thing where there's um this like bar in between them and they keep like pushing it and moving it and like they're changing scenes and everything and they're fighting and it it looks good i'm quite excited for it now like that got me excited yeah i just honestly i'm probably gonna watch the live action before i watch the anime probably which we probably shouldn't do but oh well (laughs) oh well uh let's see uncharted got a trailer with tom holland i'm excited for tom holland i never played the game though did you i not enough i've played a little bit of four but like none of the other ones i'll say this he doesn't seem rugged enough to play nathan drake that's fair he's just he's i know he's like 25 and maybe that lines up with the first game but he just seems so young he also just has a horrible baby face like he looks but even his voice like his voice is kind of like higher pitched yeah not like rugged and raspy i think it's just funny that that this movie took so long that um uh who's the guy i quite hate him uh the actor who's playing Sully in it um Mark Wahlberg Mark Wahlberg Mark Wahlberg was a, a fish whenever this project started he was casted as um Nathan Drake and he he aged out of it so they were like we're gonna make you Sully then <laughs> I think that's great that's funny I quite yeah I quite hate him he's a douchebag um and then there's some just some smaller things. Um, Ruby Rose came out about uh, the awful conditions of Warner Brothers, and the, on the set of the Batwoman. Really? Yeah, because um, she left that role after season one. I do remember that. Yeah. And then they got a person of color to play her. The, yeah, she's playing a. I think it's an original new character for that shows. Yeah, they didn't like continue it. They like yeah. made her a different. And they, re- and they recasted uh, Kate Kane uh, for. Oh, I forget the actor actress that they got to recast her, but uh, they recasted her so that they could bring um, Kate Kane back. Um, there was some sort of accident that she had, and they were like wanting her to come back like way too soon or something. I didn't look too into it. I'll be honest because it's it's not something i need to see i guess um 
If You're she... going to have to start telling me this stuff before so I can view it because I'm not on social media right now. I'm you taking a break, so I got to... I'm on too many things about news, and it's mostly news. Like, I I get news from Reddit. I get news from Instagram. I get news from just my Google that's like, hey, there's this thing. And I'm that's like, fair. all right. I usually get my news from TikToks. I'm on movie TikTok. Oh, that's true. So it's all just like people reviewing movies and giving movie news, and that's usually where I get it, and then I do my own investigation afterwards. I quite hate TikTok. <laughs> Listen, it's it's kind of a necessary evil for me because I just I'm on like the stuff I, I want to evil. see. I just I don't like it. Or I, no, I'm not. I just am not gonna allow myself to waste time on. That's fair. Um, this is maybe the la- this is the thing I'm gonna end on for the news, but it's it's something that I usually don't I wouldn't bring up on this, but something some something happens. So um, in the comic books, uh, Jonathan Kent is Superman. He's the son of Clark Kent. Um, there was a whole thing where like they did super sons of Damian Wayne and John Kent, and they're like ten or something, and they're off on their own little adventures, and it's quite fun. And then for some reason, they decided to age up John Kent to about fifteen, um, which kind of sucks because I quite liked him as ten and whatever. Um, and he's a pretty recent character. He's only like as a character, he's only like five years old. Um, but then they also did a like huge DC event called Future State where they go like a few years into the future and that's kind of a way to go um, here are these characters some of them are going to be taking over the mantles of these characters and those previous ones are going to be off doing their own thing like Batman is um, I think he's undercover or he's like on the run or something and then Superman is um, he's like doing his own uh, league or something with I think Manchester Black or something like that but uh, or Clark I should say but Jonathan Kent in Future State becomes Superman uh, and he's like I don't know, he's pretty young he's like 21 or something like that and I think the point is how do you become Superman when the previous one was so great like that's kind of what he deals with mm-hmm. which seems interesting to me but um, recently sounds like Smallville but just about his son I'm for it sounds like Smallville but better Smallville was good. <laughs> I was going to defend it, but then I just thought of the bad things that I hate about it, and I couldn't. I love Smallville, though. I stand. It was everything it could be. You can absolutely love it. You can absolutely love it, but I I don't know. It's got its problems. Yeah, it does. It's a CW show. All superhero CW shows have their problems. We're getting off point. Back to the point. Um, so recently, uh, Jonathan came out as bisexual. Um, this has been happening to a lot of different characters. Uh, Tim Drake came out as bisexual very fairly recently, too. Um, here's what I'll say. Like I, th- This is why I wouldn't care about it. If they just do that, I'm like, whatever. I don't care. You know it's inclusion I don't really care but for the Tim Drake thing I was kind of going like he's like a 30 year old character it's kind of late to be introducing that to his character I think that's kind of weird but for Jonathan Kennedy he's only you know five that's fine um but somebody came out colorist at DC complains about bisexual Superman he is quoted as saying I'm finishing out my contract with DC I'm tired of this shit I'm tired of them ruining these characters they don't have a right to do this uh, uh, it's 
so he he has come out and said that i think that's a ridiculous thing to end the contract with it isn't even here's my thing when it comes to like the whole inclusion thing and people being like well no they're shoving it in our faces the thing is and i'm gonna get a little political here by saying this but uh street is just the normal there's no there's it's no the like default. forced it's the default there's no like inclusion like there's no disinclusion with being straight it's just what people are assumed to be mm-hmm. so including the other half i guess would be the best way to put it uh isn't i, I just mean like the other half of sexuality because like there's more than just being straight you know okay yeah so every, it, like it isn't insane it's just real there's gonna be people of the lgbt community there's gonna be people of uh like people just characters of color and everything it's all about inclusion and there's nothing wrong with these things um there's queer baiting which is kind of a not a great thing but and that's kind of what i felt like with tim drake was just it seemed it's just like so late to introduce that for a character that's so old but um for this who cares why why do you care so much about it that you're like i'm gonna finish out my contract with dc who are you gonna go to marvel's doing the same thing image is gonna do the same thing dark horse has been doing the same thing they're all doing this stuff like who are you going to be working for if you're like i want all my characters to be straight and that may not be what he's saying but i think it's just a ridiculous thing well i mean i the there was a big thing with like um Legend of Korra. Korra's yeah. bot, right? And is all she bi or is she... she's she's pronounced bi. I own the comic where it's, uh, that like okay. it fully goes into I it. I know she's in a relationship with us As- Asami. Asami. So but at I the didn't end, know if it was a bi or okay. uh, the the creators fought tooth and nail mm-hmm. to get some basically gay representation mm-hmm. through her. They're all for that. They are all for it. It's awesome. And um, basically, all they could get Nickelodeon to agree to, and yes, this was 2014, so it's a little more understandable, I guess. Not really, but like... It's more understandable for being taken. Not- That's fair. Well, I mean, uh, what's uh, duh, what's her name? Um, the Earth one that killed Top. the king. Not no. Top. Oh, she is gay. She, yeah, Kiyoshi. Um, Kiyoshi. She's Kiyoshi. gay. Yeah, yeah, She's yeah. a lesbian. Yeah. And um, but so what they did was they had him hold hands the very last frame of the last <laughs> season. Okay, then they re- then they went and released comics through Dark Horse and yes. first chapter of oh, the comics yes. they like kiss in front of Mako. It's a whole thing. <laughs> they were like, we can finally do what we want to do, so Poor we're totally Mako. doing it. <laughs> Two women. I know that he, that he both dated. dated. Yeah, I know. Like poor guy. Him and get together. Oh, poor Mako. <laughs> But like he was fine. It's fine. But my point is, there's no reason to try not to include at this point. And I and that was step one because there's also shows like Shira where the leads yep. a lesbian or leads by, um, and or she lesbian. I, I think no Shira's a lesbian. Glimmer second lead is by. Yep. Um, uh, Bo is by like I love Bo. all of them. I love Bo. <laughs> I oh love my Bo god. Too. He's just in his like crop top and everything. I and love I'm him. Like, oh, you're great. I'm gonna cosplay as him one day. I'm so excited. <laughs> really? That's yes. Full. Hey, I don't care. I wouldn't do it, but all right. It's um, oh, that I, being said, this is a private thing, but I'll say it on here. Um, I got a great costume for your Halloween party that you're gonna love. I mean, have you seen Kiki and uh, Kiki's Delivery Service? No, I know what it is. That's the Studio Ghibli stuff. Yeah, uh, I, me and Alyssa are being Kiki and Tombo from that. I don't know if you know Tombo. He's from strip. No, they're the like the not the couple, but like her best friend. That's like those those movies are hard to get into if you haven't grown up on them. I disagree. I didn't I've watch tried, any of them I've tried to like get recently. To um, uh, Totoro, my neighbor Totoro. That one was hard to get into for me. I'll admit that. Oh, maybe it's just that one. Maybe I need to try some other ones. I would try Kiki's Delivery Service, Ponyo. They're more like I heartfelt. Do watch Ponyo, yeah. You Ponyo's that, my. 
Mm-hmm. Do you know what I watched recently? What? Lilo and Stitch. So good still, right? It's still such a great right? movie. Mina, let's watch that once a month. There's still such a... I love the line Stitch says where it's just like, this is my family. I found it on my own. It's small and broken, but, it, but still good. I, it yeah, makes you want to cry. Still good. And I'm like, ah, oh, it's awesome. Peak, peak Disney great. time. That that was like when Treasure Planet and Atlantis was coming out. Peak. It's so good. I want to make a movie like Lou on Stitch. You should, 100%. I think it's great. Anyway. Sorry, let's get back to the point. Back to the point. <laughs> um... I love that we can do that now. Yeah, um, it's a great thing. It's a great thing to have. Um, so, uh, anyways, inclusion, good. Yeah, inclusion's that's, great. That's what we basically want to say here. Yeah, pretty much. Like, I was talking about it with uh, Brandon and Jamie of just, like, like my favorite character in the Marvel Universe is Hawkeye because Hawkeye is deaf, and he had, so he has hearing problems, but he's still a superhero, and he looks like me. He's blonde, and he is a white male and whatever, but, like, because he kind of hits most of the exacto for me, I really like Hawkeye, and I feel represented, and that's a great feeling. And for my best friend, Mac, um... I think she might have a different opinion, but for me, like Monica Rambeau looks a lot like her. And it's like, it's such a great thing to have representation. It's so meaningful and you don't even realize it until you have it. And you're like, oh. Well, and then you'll see all these posts everywhere where it's like, I'm so happy that I'm like being represented now and Mm -hmm. this, this or this, you know, like, uh, like Kipo, uh, the lead is bi and she has ADHD Mm -hmm. and there's another kid who like is like a real tomboy Mm -hmm. and like, it's just, it's so nice to have like just more inclusion just in everything. And like, it's definitely just like we're hitting a a good run of it and it's still going to keep coming. And I'm, I'm really here for it. It's a ridiculous thing that like, um, I love Kamel Nanjiani, but he's, well, I don't know the exact, but he's got to be like the first big Indian superhero of, you know, and it's 2021. And like, that's a huge thing. And like, what a weird thing for him to be like, he grew up like wanting that and now he is that, but it's still like, it's kind of ridiculous that he's that and someone else wasn't before. Like it's, it's too long for just more inclusion and it's ridiculous, but good on well, and I think that's kind of like what's bringing it more is inclusion is becoming very popular right now. Black Panther proved that. Well, and exactly. And like um, what I love most is if I find out that something is inclusive, I am 10 times more likely to watch Same. it just because because I'm just like, you know, what, I want to see this. I want to see that first one. And it, and that's like getting more views. Like Shang-Chi, we would not have Shang-Chi if inclusion wasn't growing. I love, I still love Simu Liu's uh, marketing tactic, which I think is just the Deadpool tactic. But it's, um, there was like a, a TikTok that he did of just him dancing to all the, um, like news articles about how uh, Shang-Chi is going to bomb and then it didn't and he's just dancing and I'm like I love you <laughs> you're great he's, I love actors who are just like great all around like mm-hmm. Tom Holland uh, Ryan Reynolds seemingly like I love it Tom uh, Tom Holland's going to be the one that comes out with some weird stuff though and we're going to be like oh this didn't age well I don't know man we'll see I hope not. at this point I think anyone would take anything from that man He's yeah, so popular. True. Yeah, he is very popular. Him and Timothy Chalamet. Yeah. They're quite... Are they in a movie together? No. They should be. They should be. They It'd should be interesting. Be, they should be in a movie together where they are um, the rivals. Mm-hmm. I think that'd be funny. It should be a, like an action comedy. And then Zendaya's there like, you're both hot. It's fine. <laughs>
<laughs> I love that. <laughs> like that's how it ends. It's just her coming in and being like, "What are you like rivaling about?" Your it should be like, "Have you seen Dodgeball and Underdog Story?" No. Okay, so that's a movie definitely like. Email rough. us at back to the point at twenty one at gmail dot com. Email us what you want us to watch. Yeah. Um, but Don't uh, yell at me. But um, it's. It's really rough. I'm not going to lie. Like, it was definitely, like, made in 2000. Like, you can tell it's dated as heck. Yeah, it sounds but, um, like it, it looks like it's it. It's so dated. It's so, like, rough around the edges. I'm not even going to lie. Is it, like, Zoolander? I haven't seen Zoolander. But, like, there's a lot of, like... I said that. I haven't seen Zoolander either. <laughs> so, I don't know. Anyways, um, we should get back to the point. Okay. I, I want to preference preface this preface, preface this uh by saying this all started like this conversation started because i said knives out was my third favorite movie and you said that's just because you haven't seen clue and then i said i feel like knives out is the best murder mystery movie in a while and then you said again that's just because you haven't seen clue to which i then went yeah but when did clue come out you're like 1985 i was like then my point still your stands. point does stand i'll give you that it's been a long time since clue came out this point had not seen clue by the way couldn't really know just going like well my point still stands um and then but just for some reason you just you just like hunkered down and we're just like you haven't seen clue like that's the only reason like it's so much better than knives out i'm like i can't speak to that i will say um i will prefer i just gotta stop saying that word but because i don't know how to say it but uh i will say i'll reiterate that's a word i'll reiterate i think uh knives out is the best murder mystery of the 21st century of just the past 20 years i think it's the best one it's the only one i've seen for the past 20 years if i'm being 100 honest i actually recently um i went to a movie store over the weekend and uh i got murder on the orient express for like four bucks, four bucks. Yeah, yeah i've heard that's really good so the i'm, I'm gonna watch that the next book? the movie with johnny depp and um, michelle pfeiffer mm-hmm. and yeah, all that yeah, i've seen that movie it's it's good it's fine but it's the thing of it, it's not knives out it's you can kind of guess what's going to happen and it's just it's just not as good but yeah i think i can i'm very confident in saying i think knives out is the best movie in the past 20 21 years um i am only the only reason i'm not going farther than that is because i just don't know that many murder mysteries before that point because not because i think clue is better we're gonna get into that you're insane for thinking clue is better than knives out really you are insane okay so let's get okay 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 before we get too far into that i would like to give you a chance to talk about knives out because i had to cut you off that day yeah so i would like to give you a moment to go for it one original ip awesome it's not based on anything it's its own thing it's these the own care their own characters that ryan johnson came up with and he created this story i think it's great and i think with any murder mystery if if the the audience will know it's a murder mystery so they will go into the movie just the whole time thinking who's the murderer and i think that's part of the fun of it but that just means that the murder mystery movie has to also try to 
come up with ways to trick the audience and get, may have them be wrong. And I think Knives Out does it in a great way of going into uh, tricking them into thinking it's not a murder mystery at all. So you think that to a point and then you see how it goes and you're like, oh, this isn't a murder mystery. That's how it went. So you're and you then think it's a trying to get away with it movie. So you then turn off that part of your brain of like who did it and you just are there for the ride until the end where it's boom. No, it is a murder mystery. We, we had this and you didn't think about it. It's like, damn it. I, I, ah, you tricked me. And I think that's awesome. I think that's a great way to fool the audience. So you like that the twist was there wasn't a twist. No, there was a twist. Well, there was, but you like that the twist was there wasn't a twist on who killed him. No, there was a twist. Oh, well, there was a twist, but I'm saying like in the middle of the movie when they're like, it's revealed that he killed himself instead. You like that you got that told and then had a different story I like that, that had I a twist tricked. at the end. I like that I got tricked because it was, it still is a murder mystery the whole time. You just, for the first viewing, don't know it is. You think it's not even, but that's on the audience's fault, not the movie's fault. Like it is still a murder mystery. And I like it. I think it's so good. I think that's a smart way of doing it. And I love it. And the, the cast is amazing. You got Chris Evans right off the bat of Captain America. He's playing a douchebag asshole, which is kind of who he was playing before he was Captain America. But it's been I a, love it. But it's been a decade since he's like done that. And now he's back in that role. Kind of a weird thing to see after Captain America. Love it. I love the scene where he's like, eat shit, eat shit. Definitely eat shit. Love that. You got Jamie Lee Curtis. I'm going to say it. She's still hot. I don't care. Teach Thera. I, I respect it. Don't care. Still hot. She's awesome. You got Daniel Craig as Benoit Blanc, who I'm so excited to see him in the next movie. I think that's also a great thing of the sequels that they're doing is they are only following Benoit Blanc. Every, yeah, it's not like, it's like separate else, stories each time. Everyone else is a new cast. It's a separate story. You're not doing like, I don't need to see the other characters and be like, oh, what are they? Up? I don't care. It's, and I think it's a brilliant choice. Uh, you got Benoit Blanc, you got Anna de Armas as the um, best friend of the victim and potential murderer. And like, I think it's such a, like, it's a great cast. It, oh, you've got Zod too. He's there. He's a cripple. He's fun. Uh, there's a great uh, threat scene in it, which I, which is fun. I love it. I just, everything about this is fun. And every time I rewatch it, I just have a big smile on my face because I think this is a great movie. And I really like Ryan Johnson. I'm going to say another controversial thing. I really like The Last Jedi. I also really like The Last Jedi. I love The Last Jedi. The Last Trilogy is my favorite. I'm going to not even cap with you. I know it's not objectively the best, but subjectively, I just love The Last Trilogy, personally. The last one ruined it, but I love The Last Jedi. I think The Last Jedi is great because I think a lot of people hate that the that movie because it's like, they they killed Luke. They ah, they did all these things. They messed up the status quo and whatever. And it's like, but I don't care that much about Star Wars. So I actually looked at that and I went, oh, they're doing things oh good on them i love it i love that they're they made luke like he was a legend until that point and they went legends are told i didn't really do a lot of those things i'm not that great of a guy i quite enjoyed that i like ryan johnson i love him i think he's a great director um don't like looper though but um i i love this movie i think it's so great and i think it's just such a clever way to trick the audience for a murder mystery and but not in a cop-out way of and deceiving them and kind of being like 
uh, kind of. I'm not going to spoil what the ending for Murder on the Orient Express is. Yeah, yeah, don't spoil it because I'm going to watch this in. Yeah, but it, that that for movie is kind of what I'm talking about in terms of why it's just not as good as Knives Out. And I think it's really good. And now you can get into Clue and I will... Uh... Well, no, let's finish this discussion about Knives Out first. Okay. The more I think about it, the more I'm like, yeah, I see why Knives Out was so good. And I see why you like it because it, like, it, tr- it, it did trick you. I thought it was Ransom the entire time. I never well, swayed it is built personally. I was always like, you are suspicious as hell. It is built that way for him to be suspicious. Like even if you, when you're watching it and you're still in that mindset of, okay, who's the murderer? You actually do go for ransom because he's barely in it. He's yeah. They built him as like a sinister, like douchebag that you're like, Oh, I don't trust you or something like that. And I think it, it, whenever it happens, it makes sense. You're like, oh, yeah, uh, duh. But I think that's such a, like, it just adds to it for the fact of, like, you're then beating yourself up because you're like, why did I trust this movie? Um, but, yeah, it is, like, it is very obvious who it is when it, once you get back into the, oh, it is a murder mystery thing. The second he, like, picked her up after the whole family was, like, freaking out because she got all the inheritance, I was like, mm. I, I don't trust it. I didn't think that though. I think that was the charm of Chris Evans and just being oh, 100%. like, oh, he's... I just, I was just like, mm, I don't like you. And you know what? I was on it for the fact of, I kind of understood his motive. Like once he, you know, did the like, um, I'm going to help you out. You're not going to give up the money, but I'm also going to get my inheritance. And it's like, oh yeah, that's, that's fair. That makes sense. Oh, another thing I want to say that family that seems like a real realistic family to me. I agree. I, I think I, the only difference between that family and a bunch of other families is they're wealthy. Like they just because of their money is the only difference. They are dysfunctional. They they like hate each other. They argue over politics. It's, I it, love that. That felt so original, like so no, genuine. I don't know about original. Okay, genuine, original sure. was wrong. Genuine, like because that's yeah, like yeah. Well, that's what I do with my family. I mm-hmm. argue politics. You know, yeah. that's normal. And I like that they kind of like made them look and feel like a family. I will say that yeah i think the movie's really well done i'm gonna be honest i I like the ending i like the plot have you watched it recently yes when like within the last month okay and like the more i think about it the more i think i may have been a little too hard on it Mm -hmm. i'll definitely agree to that but i think it's a brilliant movie i just i saw it coming you know I don't know why. I just didn't trust it. Chris Evans was just too damn charming. I couldn't do it. <laughs> well, and I, I feel like they Look didn't at his do smug smile and his great hair. Uh, well, and it just worked it. out too well for him. Whenever they were eating breakfast, and he was like, "If you you can't lie, because I'll know, because you'll puke." You know, it just felt mm-hmm. like too. I feel that was planned. I think uh, that's something that a lot of movies do and don't uh, do well is. Any movie, I don't care what genre or anything it is, you set up rules, you follow those rules. And that was a rule that I think they followed really well of she, if she lies, she will puke. And I think that's a that's a good rule that they set up. Is it weird and bizarre and kind of, um, um, what's the word? Out there? Not out there, but just convenient for the fact that this is a murder mystery and you have a character that can't lie. Yeah, but that might be a thing that happens. You're going to set up that rule. As long as you follow that rule, it's okay. And they do. And I think that's really great. And like, it's, it even has such a great payoff at the end where it's just, she's holding it that time and just waiting. And then it's just like, she spews all over Chris Evans. And I really like that. I like that. Cause the thing I love about murder 
murder mystery specifically is they can kind of play with whatever they want. It can mm-hmm. be completely ridiculous. Mm-hmm. And I, that, I, that's why I love that she couldn't lie without puking. Yeah. I thought that was very, like, yes, it's very, like, uh, you, you said it, but it's very, like, convenient. Mm-hmm. But I also just like that it was re- convenient but also ridiculous enough you'd be like, this would definitely be in a murder mystery movie. Yeah. You know? Like, they played with it well. And I think, like I just said, the more I think about it, the more I'm like, oh, maybe it wasn't as bad as I thought it was. You know? But yeah. I just... There are two things I'll say about Knives Out that I think are um, ridiculous and dumb. Uh, one, the the trick knife at the end that Chris Evans tries to stab her with. That's a whole like centerpiece art piece of knives up, and I I don't believe that there are other trick knives. So that would have to be like the only trick knife there. Like, and that's the one he grabs. I'm kind of like, okay, now that is convenient that he pulls out the trick knife that like goes into the blade or the handle or something. Wasn't that like part of the metaphor though? I can't remember no. what the metaphor was. Wasn't there some metaphor with like only a real something can know the difference between a trick knife and a real one or something? Oh, that was something the, um, the victim says at the beginning. Oh, I never even caught on to that. But still, I, I think that's such a... Because it's still just a chance thing of, like, he could have grabbed any other knife and it would have, like, stabbed her. And then it would have been, like, ah, oh, crap. <laughs> well, chances are if that one was fake, most of them probably were. I don't or think all. they are. I've, I looked at a bunch of the other knives and I'm just, like, because, like, the way those knives have to work is they have to go into the hilt, the handle. And, like, I looked at the way there are, like, curved ones that are big and fat while the handles are skinny. And it's, like, you, the, a lot of them can't physically possibly do that just even that area and i believe the whole thing like i think that's like the only knife where that would be the case of like it's convenient and i don't think that's great i'll say that also um daniel craig says a thing towards the end about like it's a it's not a donut hole it's another it's a smaller donut in the donut hole of the pre that's dumb the whole thing about the donuts dumb i remember that i it's dumb i've watched it maybe 10 times each time i try to think about that donut hole and i'm like i'm pretty sure i get it but it's too complicated and stupid (laughs) it's it that's dumb. That's but that's the only things I'll I have to say about that. Everything I like else every- I feel is wrapped up really nicely and done well and kind of just whenever something else is brought up that you've forgotten about, you're like, oh yeah, oh I forgot about that. Oh they wrapped that up well too. Oh good. I feel like the ridiculousness of the donut hole is like a murder mystery like uh, tradition though. Like in Clue, mm-hmm. whenever at the end he's like, this is what happened and he's running across the whole house back and forth. Mm-hmm. I feel like the person who figures it out doing that, it was ridiculous how they, how he said it, but I feel like it, it, some type of thing to that nature was needed to kind of get that movie to its finish point. The donut was dumb. The donut metaphor was dumb though. I will agree. Um, and I also think that the knife being fake was a metaphor. I can't remember what the metaphor is at the beginning but I definitely think that was a metaphor for the whole movie it's still just too convenient for like that situation like it still should have been a like if we want to take the like what if approach it's still just like you there's that one reality where he uses the uh, fake knife that's a trick knife and then there are about 70 different uh, alternate realities where she's just stabbed (laughs) yeah and I will say, I really like that you said this earlier, you like that it's going to be just following the detective. And I agree. Oh, I think that's, that's so going to make for a great series of Have movies. Have you ever watched the, um, the TV show Altered Carbon? 
No, but I know what it, I've heard of it. it. That's a great show. Uh, first season, one of my favorite seasons of like any sort of show. There's only two seasons, but that show should have been an anthology series of that world because it's such a unique and like awesome world that they could have explored different other interesting characters but they don't for season two they just got a new cast but it's still the same characters and it's boring i don't care about it at that point they should have just explored this awesome world that they built and then the show got canceled after two seasons because that second one sucked that's fair though yeah well do more anthology series anthology series are good people like them i think the thing is people just are like not people but streaming's services specifically are more worried about just getting content out than making it good well, especially netflix which especially is what Ultra Carbon was on. Disney, netflix is a perfect Disney example Plus and amazon prime can do that more because they are juggernauts that don't need the streaming services to uh be successful we talked about it last week yeah they don't they can just kind of do whatever they want and be fine mm. um each one presents good things and bad things yeah and i think the whole streaming thing is also just kind of wavering you know is because it? well not like wavering in the sense of like everyone thought movie theaters were going to be shut down for a while mm-hmm. and then now that like shang chi came out and all these and venom came out mm-hmm. movies movie, it probably saved movie theaters genuinely for movies yeah i don't think like for tv shows because i'm not getting cable again oh yeah i'm never getting cable again yeah no i, I might th- as well just watch it online <laughs> yeah i think streaming is here to stay like in that sense but for doing like day and day releases of the uh, cinematic theatrical releases yeah i think that's gonna go the wayside that's kind of a dumb thing to do now but um i i think the head of warner brothers like has come out and been like because hbo did that a lot for their um their cinematic releases they just released it on hbo max and they've come out more recently and been like yeah that was dumb we shouldn't have done that we lost christopher nolan (laughs) that was a big loss for us damn it yeah get into clue love clue bro okay my favorite part of the movie is that there's three different endings i want to get into that um, I think it's awesome because what they did was, and I think I've vaguely mentioned this to you, in theaters, they would just show a random one each showing. Mm-hmm. And then people would go and talk about it and then would go see it again because they're like, I want to see the other endings. Yeah. Which every time I watch it, I watch it with like, it could have happened this way. Yeah, it that's could how have I happened. And then it was like, but this is how it actually happened. Yeah. I love that. I love that's that like favorite. jump. I love, I love that like it had a different ending. I love the humor. The mm-hmm. humor is freaking hilarious. It's so like dumb. Like it's dumb yeah. murder mystery humor and i love that you can it's like um when you watch night of the living dead or like any black and white movie it's of its time and i like mm-hmm. i love movies that you could be like that was made for its time and it can still hold up today as like a nostalgic thing because i didn't see it until i was 20 i'm 20 now so like or maybe 19 um so it's like, very like you just only seen movies in the past year <laughs> Well, I, I, for a while, I was just really into like TV shows because I didn't have a lot of time. So I'd watch TV shows because you can just like watch a 30 minute or 45 minute episode. Mm. And then I got with Alyssa and Alyssa was like, I'm a movie person. So we're going to watch a lot more movies. So now we just, once a week, we're like, hey, here's a movie to watch. Like this week we watched World War Z, which I'll talk about that when we talk about what we watched. I watch that. Um, I have thoughts. Um, but, and so it's kind of like 
within the last like two years, I've definitely gotten yeah. a lot more back into movies. When I was younger, I used to only watch movies, and then I kind of like wavered away and then came back. So yeah, most movies that I'm I'm going to talk about though will be within the last like two years. I've noticed it where I'm just like, you've seen these a lot recently. Like there are movies I've we both watch where it's like, oh, I watched it when I was like 14, and I'm like, yeah, I watched it like a year ago. <laughs> Which I think it gives us a different point of view on yeah. it too, and can kind of like get nostalgia in there, but also like have objective opinion. Yeah. Yeah. Um, clue. What, what did you think though? Because like, I told you like my two favorite things, but I'd like the, to hear what you have to say. So, one, this has Tim Curry and Christopher Lloyd. Love it. Love Amen. those people. Love seeing them. I didn't know that they were in it until I saw the title cards at the beginning and I was like, oh, awesome. Love those. Love them. Um, Tim Curry uh, is obviously the star of this. And, oh, most definitely. Yeah, and he's, he's really great in this. As for the endings. It's good for the time, I think. Like it's like I said with Knives Out, uh, if you're doing a murder mystery, you have to come up with a way to try and trick the audience. And I, this is, seems like an obvious answer. It was even the case of back to Murder on the Orient Express. Whenever I saw that movie, I saw it with my dad, and as we were walking out, he was like, "You know, it would have been a good idea if they had like different endings that they show at different um, theater showings." So after I watched Clue, I remember you said that, and I remembered he said that a long time ago. So I called him up. I was like, "Have you seen Clue?" Like I just like it took me a few years to connect some dots, but he just was like, "No, I haven't." I was like. What? He hasn't seen Clue. It was just something he came up with like 40 years too late. Yeah. <laughs> but um, like it's a it's a very obvious and yes, I, uh, clever way to trick the audience, but only in the sense of different endings for different showings in the theaters. I think for now when it's streaming and you, you're seeing each ending um, at the same time. For me, I got the sense of, oh, it doesn't matter. Like if you go into this movie thinking, oh, okay, who's the murderer? It doesn't matter what you think because there's an ending where that's not the case and there's an ending where that is the case. So the whole idea of, hey everyone, the Zoom died. Uh, so we were not able to record. It died in the middle of my point, which I think is a ridiculous thing. We had an episode where we did our favorite movies and you cut me off before I talked about Knives Out. And then we get into the meat of Knives Out versus Clue and the Zoom's like, you're done. <laughs> and I hate it. I'm, but we're finally gonna talk about it. I'm gonna give you my two cents. Go ahead. Um, we were talking about the three endings. Yes. I was saying, I, and I still think this, I think the concept of it at the time of playing different um, ones in different theaters is, is a good idea. But when it's for streaming, it plays like a cop out where the whole time you're thinking like, I wonder who the killer is. And you're like, you're deducing it. You're trying to be a detective. And then like the first one happens and you're like, Oh, I was wrong. Or, Oh, I was right. And you're like, Oh, okay. But then it's like, here's how it could have happened. And then you're like, wait, what? And then it's like, but here's how it actually happened. And you're like, Oh, I didn't need to do any of that work. Ugh. Like you, you go through it. Cause it's also the situation of, there are two where it's one singular person and the third one is just everyone has committed a murder. So it's the, I, it's the case of you're either, you're both wrong and you're right, no matter what, which is just such a like, 
why did I do all that thinking? It doesn't matter. Like I got it right, but I was also wrong. Like, so I think that's not the best point, but with knives out, it has a definitive ending. It has a definitive reason. And I think the fact that it's Chris Evans and it's the guy that you kind of suspect. So it's either you get it right and you're like, ah, I got it right. Sweet. Or it's going to be like, you get it wrong and you're like, Oh, I'm a dumbass. I should have known it was Chris Evans. He, he was so obvious, um, which was the case for you. You, um, you guessed it and I didn't. Mm-hmm. So I was the one that was like, oh, I'm a dumbass. I should have known it no, was Chris I knew. Evans. From the beginning, I was like, I don't like him. I don't trust him. Because <laughs> here's, here's, here's something that like, I like the gun theory where it's like if you show a gun in a movie or TV show, it's going to be shot. Uh, Chekhov's gun. Yes. Um, I, so like, I was like, they're telling me it's him. I'm just going to believe them. Kind of. Genuinely. Like, I feel like all the clues were kind of pointing. I don't pointing. think that's what Chekhov's gun is. I think you're using that wrong. I probably am using that wrong, but you get what I'm trying to say here. I understand. It's like, it's just, it's very obvious and you should guess it. And then it comes around and it's like, yes, it's, it is him. Um, I'm always, I always fall for that stuff, but I kind of like that. I fall for that stuff. It's I get fun. It. I like figuring it out. Yeah, I do like figuring it out. I think that, like I said, I think that's the fun of a murder mystery is trying to figure it out. And even if you're wrong, it's like, well, that then good on the movie for, um, you know, being smarter than I am, or if you get it right, it's not a, a thing against the movie. You're just like, ha, I'm, I'm right. I'm, I'm smart too. Cool. <laughs> um, so what else do you like about it? And I'll shoot that down. Um, okay, well, first of all, I want to kind of rebuttal your statement. I get what you mean about saying, like, it didn't matter about doing all the work because in the end, all of them committed a murder. Yes. Which is very true. Um, I think the reason that it only works for Clue, though, is because in the game, anyone can theoretically be the murderer. And I think that was kind of the point. I quite hate all the ties to Clue in this movie. I love them. Whenever it, like, comes up... They- the Mr. Body like comes in and he's like, I've got something that relates to each of you. And then it's the potential murder weapons from the board Mm -hmm. game. And I'm like, that's, that's quite obvious and bad. I don't like that. Or, um, even their names, like, why are they all sticking to the names? Even like, I get it at the beginning, whenever it's like, it's, um, uh, Tim Curry's character, the butler, like Mm -hmm. trying to, you know, at the beginning, sure. But once it's gotten out of hand for all of them, where it's like more people are murdered than they anticipated, why are they still sticking with the names? <laughs> like, that's kind of ridiculous. Um, there are There is some other things in it that relate to, like, the board game. Um, I don't remember what else relates to the board game, but I do want to bring up... I want to bring up the gay one. The gay dude. Yeah, the FBI agent, or the the cop what bad representation i'll admit it's 1985 so like we shouldn't expect good representation but what bad representation they do one gay guy good on like he says that he's not ashamed of it so good on him like i I like that but then it's it's revealed at the end he's not gay because he's like i'm gonna go sleep with my wife and it's like oh you've queer baited us i don't know if that's the term to use but I don't like that. And then, um, and then just like, he's like a clumsy dude. He's like, Oh, I'm, I'm, I'm always like tripping over things. I'm sorry. And, uh, he's quite awkward and stuff. And it's like, this isn't good. I don't like this. Um, 
he's quite whiny like in every i think in every ending he's like i i told you it wasn't me i told you i didn't murder anyone and it's true and to, even in the last one he doesn't murder anyone until it's revealed that he's an fbi agent and then he shoots a dude and then he shoots tim curry and i'm like i don't like this <laughs> I definitely will say it's dated and that yeah. is definitely like one of the aspects and a lot of it is dated. Um, I will give you the Mrs. Peacock ending, the second one, yep. wasn't great. Uh, That's the one I like the least. But it's also for me, it's the thing of um, like once I realize, because it's the second one, I realize, oh, it's multiple. En- That's when I remember there's multiple endings. So I went, oh, there's another one. So I didn't care anymore. Like if it was Mrs. Peacock, I was like... I don't care. What's the next one? Okay, it's her. What? Move on. Third ending. What is it? I didn't know if there were three or if there were like seven. So I was just kind of like, let's go through this, see how each one did it. I just like the shock value from my first time watching it, at least of it being like, oh, so it was her. And then all of a sudden they like show a second and a third. The shock value for that for me was just what I think I liked best because I didn't know there were multiple endings until I watched it for the first time. So I think it's probably like that type of thing. I just like being like, haha, it tricked me. Because that one did get me. Yeah. Because I thought it was Tim Curry the whole time. You But even then, I was like... Spoiled it for me. I know. I didn't Uh, mean to. And we spoiled it for anyone listening to this. It's, what, 36 (laughs) years old? It's It's not... It's older, isn't it? 85 to 21. 10 from 90 to 2000. 21. Oh, yeah. 36, yeah. Time, man. Yeah, it's crazy. (laughs) But but I get why you were like, eh. I quite like the first ending, where it's... um. I can't the, remember her name, hooker. but the hooker one, yeah. Yeah, I quite like that. There are things that happen in, like, they wrap everything else up pretty nicely with all three endings, but so there are things if you just do the first ending, it doesn't wrap everything up nicely, and maybe that would be a thing where you go to your refrigerator later and you're like, wait a minute. But um, I quite liked that one. I was like, oh, this seems good. She she was like, oh, I knew that dude, knew that dude, I'm going to... I'm going to kill him. He's a threat. And like, I need to make money. I need secrets and that sort of thing. I was like, all right, seems cool. Um, what was it? Oh, I don't think, I think what I didn't like about the last one, uh, besides the fact that everyone is uh, like a, uh, the murderer, um, I didn't like that uh, the butler was the one like he was the big bad like it was revealed that mr like he was mr body i mm-hmm. didn't like that i was like oh whatever like i don't like that you're mr body that's such a like boo thing i liked it but i get why you wouldn't although I, your favorites knives out so like i feel like we have true. very different like standards for what makes a good murder mystery i feel you're too understanding at the moment i i meant to bring this up earlier you have a rule for this discussion which is you cannot say the phrase um we gotta agree to disagree i know (laughs) you can't say that this time you have to be like no you're wrong (laughs) i just i'm I'm really tired this week so (laughs) i'm gonna be real i'm exhausted so i'm gonna be a lot more like uh yeah you i see what you're going for but that being said like your opinion on knives out has changed yes because um, you, you, I hated it before I watched it. it the second time. You hated it like full on hated it. I thought it was. I, I watched it like when it first came out, and that was like what a year ago. And then 2019. I yeah, twenty nineteen. So then oh, over a year ago. Two. And then um, I watched it. Then I watched it again to kind of just with Alyssa for this podcast, and I was like, okay, it's better than I remember. I still feel like it was a little long, and I didn't like that the 
reveal was that it wasn't a murder. Well, there wasn't murder, but it wasn't the old guy. I can't remember his name now. Um, oh, but like no Mr. one actually Harlan. murdered him. Harlan. He killed him. Well, <gasps> killed himself in a lot. Zombie is his name. Yeah. That's it. Um, but someone did murder him. Or technically, it was a suicide. No, he killed himself because yeah, she be- gave him the right amount of stuff. Yeah, it was yeah, revealed. But it was still... I think legally, that's why they had to introduce the um, ransom killing the maid or something yeah. because they needed something to actually pin on him legally. But for the audience, though, it's still a thing of like, no, nah, he's responsible for his granddad's death. He is. Yeah, you're right. So I, I'm still like pinning the murder on him. I'm like, no, nah, he killed his grandfather. Because he wouldn't have done it if he didn't try to swap. Mm-hmm. I think it would uh, fall under the Slayer rule, which they bring up in that movie of like, mm-hmm. I think that would be the case where it's like, yeah, but he'd still be alive if you didn't like try to switch the uh, like labels or something. You you're responsible for this. He's dead now because you were an ass. Well, I mean, and I think he does take responsibility for both to a degree because they find out he swapped them. So he attempted to murder him at, at the very least. Yes. And then he did kill the maid mm-hmm. so that she could try and frame uh, the main girl. I love that movie. It's so good. It's pretty good. I'll admit, <laughs> it's, it's pretty, pretty good. good. Oh, this is a victory on my account, I feel. It is. You you definitely won this battle. I'll give you that. Yes. I still like Clue better, but that's put definitely just the, a nostalgia thing. Put it on the scoreboard. Brad won. Seth, zero. I probably got like two. Get out of here. <laughs> <laughs> I want to know what these two are. I don't remember them. This I don't is our either, fifth episode. But I'm saying I got two of them. <laughs> I think that's a bit cheating to just be like, I got two points, man. <laughs> I don't actually know if I have two points. We'll find out later. Um, should we get into recommendations? Like just murder mystery recommendations or just like what we've been watching and what we want people to watch? We could do murder. No, I just mean what we've been watching. Oh, okay. Yeah, yeah. Let's get into that. Um, no, what, yeah. No, I think it's, I've been calling it, what are you watching, reading, listening, tasting? To? Yes, 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 yes. A very long title that I should change the name of, but probably won't. It's pretty, I think it's very us. I like it. Are you actually tasting anything new? No. Great. What are you watching, listening, tasting to? Um, I have been watching Squid Game. I, I'm on episode two. Okay. Interesting. Um, have you started haven't. that yet? No. It's a it's lot. It's become the most popular thing. So now I'm like, I'll watch this in about five years when it's died down. <laughs> It's worth the watch. I it's a lot, should though. Watch it, yeah. I wouldn't like you to watch it because I want to discuss it. Because there's no. a lot. No, I don't want just it. Just across the board. E- okay, for starters, each episode is an hour or longer. It's usually really? like an hour or an hour and five minutes ish. Oh, that does turn me off of it. I'm like, Ugh. see, I'm the same way. I I like a good 45 minutes. That's like where my cap is. I I was so refreshed by Star Wars Visions, where it's like 12 to 15 mm-hmm. minutes. I'm like. Oh, that's awesome. Did you ever watch uh, Love, Death, and Robots? No. That's my recommendation to you. That's that's a good one. Each one's like 15, 20 max. And there's two seasons, so you get a lot. Um, But I, I started that. Um, I watched, uh, I, I rewatched um, The League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Have you seen that? You watched that? The movie? Yeah. You're insane. How am I insane? That movie's awful. It's just Avengers before Avengers. No. Yes. No. How, how long has it been since have you watched you read that? The comic. 
I have not read the comic. Go read the comic. Are you insane? So is it bad like compared to the comic? Is that what you're saying? No, it's bad in general. Have you seen the CGI I mean, of that yeah, movie? Yeah, it's awful. It was 2002, bro. Everything no, was the awful. the CGI of 2002 is better than that movie. No, it wasn't. Yes, it is. No, it wasn't. Yes, it is. Okay, well, the movie's just bad anyways, but it's not the this point. This is the last movie Sean Connery did because he was, because it was, he skipped on Gandalf because he was like, I don't understand this. He skipped on something else. I forget what it was because he was like, I don't understand this. Oh, I think it might have been Harry Potter. I don't know. But he skipped on both of those, and then they both became huge successes. So League of Extraordinary Gentlemen came. They like came to him and they were like, we want you to take on this role. And he was like, I don't understand this, but I messed up the last two times. So I'm going to take this. And then it bombed horribly. And then he retired because he's like, I hate acting. <laughs> I mean, I'm not going to sit here. That movie is bad. It's known for being being atrocious you're the first person i've met that actually knows it i'm gonna be honest probably because it's atrocious i mean it's bad it was made in 2002 though we were just talking about lilo and stitch lilo and stitch is isn't cgi <laughs> it's fair watch any cgi from 2002 i guarantee you it's around as bad no yes no yes no i disagree with you i think there's better cgi from 2002 I'll tell you, what, you can look up movies in 2002 and That's we can what I'll go do. first thing next episode of just like i've got a list of 2002 movies like i'll give it a five-year gap huh of like no because then you have like spider-man in 2005 and that was great oh no that's a perfect example spider-man three was years later no it was not yes it was was it in 2005 no it, it might have been 2002 it might have been 2002 it was not 2005 was the second one 2005 Yes. Then you might have me. It's such better CGI. You're insane. I'm not here to say the CGI is good. I'm here to say the plot. Interesting. Watch. Read the comic. Read I will. The do comic. you own the comic? No. Okay, I'm going to have to find it somewhere. Read then. the comic. So it's here's done by Alan Moore, who's like one of the greatest comic book writers, even though he's insane now. But like, read the comic. You've upset me today. It's just fun. League is just fun. It's just Dorian Gray and Mina from Dracula and the Invisible Man, and, or not Invisible Man, Dorian the Thief. Dorian Gray. Dorian Gray. What? What's the? What was that? He's that the from? guy who sold his soul. So and and it's now it's in a painting. And if he ever is looks that at his it, character in the sh in League of Extraordinary Gentlemen. Yeah. I thought Dorian Gray was something else. No. Oh. And then Mina's from Dracula, and then you have the then you have a thief that I'm has the Invisible the, Man's like. I'm thinking of the mask. The villain in the mask is Dorian. Yes, yes. That's what I'm thinking of. No, okay. Do, do, wait, which mask? The first one with Jim Carrey. Okay. Not okay. Son of the Mask. Son of the Mask Another is Loki. Awful movie. That is. I, I love that movie when I was a kid. What is wrong with you right now? Why am I discovering this right now? That you're like, here are some god awful movies. Seth goes. They're fine. I love them. They're great. Hey, listen, just because I love them does not mean I think they're good. There's a difference. I still love Cat in the Hat. That's a god-awful movie. A horrible movie. I love it. <laughs> but here's my thing. League is bad. I'm not going to say it's great, but it's one I think everyone should watch because no. the plot is just Avengers. It's no. just the first Avengers. No. Go read the comic instead. That's what I recommend instead of watching this god-awful movie. The plot of League is just Avengers 200 years earlier. 
I swear to 200 God. 200 years. Oh, I mean plot wise. I thought you meant like our timeline. <laughs> no, I just mean like plot wise. Like it's just set in the 1800s instead of 2012. It's the exact same plot line. Go read the comic. Yes, I agree. But it's just the exact same plot line. Like the whole kit and caboodle. I'm just saying, and it's it's bad. It walked so you Avengers like could have run. Of the mask. No, okay, I okay. <laughs> hear me out. I haven't watched that movie in ten years. However, when I was like nine, I loved that movie. I don't know why. I just owned it and I watched it. I'm learning so many things about you that I don't like. <laughs> I like bad movies. I don't think I they're like great. Bad movies I just too, like bad movies. But those are so bad. <laughs> That's what's great about them. I love how bad they are. You got to learn how. You got to have fun with it. I don't want to watch that. That's Sounds exhausting. We I mean, don't. You don't have to. <laughs> I, I'm never gonna watch Batman v Superman again. Oh God, yeah. <laughs> you know, like, but you watched it and you like to hate it. Not anymore. Now I'm. Now I still need time from it. Well, yeah, but. Um. Okay, I guess I should do my recommendations. We took up some time <laughs> with that. Uh, that was a whole like eight minute conversation. That's fine. I think that's worth it. I think that might be the highlight of this episode. Um. I I like I said I watched Lilo and Stitch. Such a great movie. I watched that with my niece and nephew. Um. I I've been watching Jujutsu Kaisen. I don't know if I recommended that yet. What is that? It's an anime. Um, it's it's it is quite like a lot of other animes, but there are some key differences in it that I I quite it's refreshing. Like the main character, or you know the main character, I guess. Um, he doesn't have a destiny. He's just like a kid that got himself into this situation, which is quite nice, and I like that. There's no like situation like um. I guess my hero is kind of like that, where it's like. I haven't watched that either. Well, it's the thing. Of, like, I want to though. You should, but like All Might chooses our main character, so there's kind of a destiny there, or like Blue Exorcist, where it's like uh, he is the son of Satan, and it's like oh, you've got a destiny and everything like that. It gets quite old, so it's kind of nice to just have the situation where it's like he's just a good kid that's trying his best and he got himself in this situation and I'm like oh that's that's fun and there's a character in it that's um he's a teacher but he's like genuinely excited to teach his students things like whenever they learn something he just gets like ecstatic and I'm like oh that's nice that's cute that's <laughs> yeah, pure yeah, yeah. but he's also like super powerful and can take out a god or something <laughs> just casually casually yeah have yeah, you yeah. um have you watched seven deadly sons a bit I think I watched the first two seasons it gets wild I've heard it gets wild I I, I finished that's it one of the shows where it's rough. I, I watched it but I don't know where I last left off so I'm kind of like should I find where I last left off or should I just rewatch it again and I'm like I don't know maybe you I'll just, just try you gotta one like piece the, again god one piece <laughs> oh my god I I've always wanted to watch one piece but they're just there's too much I've only seen like seven episodes I can't but some, if you if you want to watch seven deadly sins you gotta a be a hopeless romantic and you gotta be willing to look over the fact that it's just every season somehow they get more powerful that's it that's the whole plot line and that's they have the, crazier situations that's true of a lot of animes yeah that's but I don't true watch dragon a lot of Ball anime or just dragon ball I guess that's fair like it's are they ending I don't know um Seven Deadly Sins, though, I... So, like, my favorite anime is Fairy Tale. I haven't seen that. Is it good? I, I quite like it. It's fun. There's no point to it, but it's just... I think what it does great is um, its satisfaction level. Like, whenever there's a fight, like, there's a... Whenever it, like, pays off, it, it's super satisfying, and that's why I love it. Um, but it... I, like... I. 
I recommended Seven Deadly Sins to my friend Mac, and she she couldn't watch it because at the beginning there's like a lot of you know um, that main character going for boobs and ass and yeah, stuff. Yeah, that never stopped. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Just so we're clear. Yeah, well, she whenever I recommended it, she was like, I don't. I don't like this. I'm I'm done. But it also had the side effect of she forgot which show it was. So anytime I was like, Mac, you gotta watch Fairy Tale. I love Fairy Tale. Please can we watch Fairy Tale together? Uh, I love Fairy Tale. It's my favorite anime. And she's like, I don't want to watch all the you know ass and boob grabbing. And I'm like, there's not that much in it. Like I think there's some. And she was like, I don't know. And then we like figured it out. But now she just hasn't gotten to it. And I'm like, come on, watch Fairy Tale. I like Fairy Tale. Well, and. It's it's a lot, but at the same time, it's the girl that he's been dating for like 3,000 years. Okay, that's a spoiler. It's not a spoiler. I didn't know that. You learned that in the very beginning. No. Yes, you do. No. Yes, you do. I didn't know she you was like a reincarnation of, thing. You learned that in season two, though. I didn't know that. You learned that in season two. Well, it was before I dropped oh, I'm off. I'm so sorry. I thought you finished season two. That's nope. on me. I sincerely apologize. I actually just assumed I finished it because there's like only four episodes in season yeah, two. Yeah, there are only four so episodes. So I was like, I probably finished that, but I guess I didn't because so I didn't sorry. know that. <laughs> That's on me. I apologize. <laughs> um, no, it's my bad. I said I finished it. It gets, um, but like, so it's like, it's, it's still gross, but it's justified, I guess. That's kinda. weird. No. Um, what else have I been watching? I've been watching that. Uh, I've been... Oh, I've been watching something else, too. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen is just what I've been, like, um, just casually watching. Mm-hmm. And then... Oh! Oh, I'm dumb. Uh, as we're recording this, there are three episodes out of Young Justice. But uh, I've only watched the first two, and I love Young Justice. Like live action or no. just another cartoon? Cartoon. Don't say just another cartoon. I didn't mean like just another. I mean like another cartoon, I guess. Sorry. It's a cartoon um, because Titans is a live action. I've heard that's god awful. Yeah. Season two is god awful. I don't know about season three, but I've, I haven't heard great things. But Young Justice, uh, the cartoon TV series, is so good and season four just dropped um like i think it was around dc fandom where they were just like um here's the first two episodes first two episodes are out here's trailer for other stuff and i'm like what so i i've watched that it's awesome i love it um again they're they're dealing with like racial issues and a lot of current day stuff but just in the dc universe but they just they do it so well and they're so expansive like if you start at the beginning you just you start off with like batman and flash and um aquaman and uh just a a green arrow i love green arrow and just a bunch of stuff where it's like and they get um they go deep with like the characters that they bring in and it just it feels like a whole universe where there's been established heroes for like 20 years and it's so nice i've always wanted to watch those cartoons but you have to watch like two justice league cartoons then no. you get to young justice then like it no. goes on just watch young justice are you sure yes will i be lost no then i'll try it they are not connected to the movies at all they're okay, well, their own thing no not the movies the like Cartoon ones. No. They're not connected at all. Not to the cartoon ones. Someone lied to me. Most of those cartoon movies are just standalone stuff. They're not movies, though. It's like series. There's a there's a Justice League series, and it's like Justice League Unlimited oh, or something. Again, no. Cool. Um, Have you ever watched Teen Titans, like the original? Yeah, it's great. Have you, did you finish it? I think so. And it's it a sucks. blur. Um, it's a blur, because I was fair. like... Yeah. Um, I, I tried rewatching that as an adult. So, okay. I tried rewatching it as an adult, 
And then when I did it, I was like, wow, I really don't remember a lot of this. And so um, I, but then I remember that like season four ends with like a nice little tight bow. They defeat Raven's dad. It's like a whole thing. Trigon, yeah. Yeah. And then. And then Titans season one ends with uh, defeating Trigon and it's the most underwhelming thing ever. Really? It's the season one ends on a cliffhanger and then season two starts with, they defeat him in like the first five minutes. Well, that's dumb. It's dumb as hell it's so bad <laughs> no so what they did with titans teen titans is they were gonna finish it at four and mm-hmm. then it had such like a fan base at that point yep. because it was the first like good superhero cartoon mm-hmm. that we basically got that they were like okay we'll go season five mm-hmm. and then no one liked season five mm-hmm. and everyone just left mm-hmm. so then they just did the movie and called it a time i like that movie the movie's great but the ending of season five is just a tara's back and then oh, fair. Yeah. She basically she's like beast boy i can't be with you there's too much history and then she walks Ooh. away and that's the end that's the end of the whole series <laughs> and they never touch on it again don't remember it great <laughs> but so that's what kind of sucks is like the ending sucked itself mm-hmm. it also gets wild once you hit like season three i love wild stuff that's fair i love when t- uh, comic book property tv shows movies anything gets comic book i love it it's so fun i found out recently the amazing spider-man with andrew garfield mm-hmm. it was a scrapped idea it never got filmed but there was it was supposed to be the villains of it were the lizard and big wheel who the hell is big wheel exactly (laughs) big wheel is such a deep pull of a spider-man villain if you ever see big wheel in a live action movie if it's a tv show sure but a live action movie you see big wheel it means that they have run out of comic book character and they shouldn't they shouldn't ever run out of superman uh villains or spider-man villains i'm sorry like they shouldn't because he's got such a vast villains gallery and mm-hmm. stuff but i think that's just crazy that they were like could we do big wheel and it's like no you dumbass <laughs> it's big wheel who wants to see it? he's like a it's like a financial dude that got screwed over so he was he like went to the tinkerer and he was like i, I want to get justice so the tinkerer gives him like a big wheel it's just a big wheel he rides in the middle of and he's got guns that's so bad it's so bad but the tinkerer so would be a better villain tinkerer is in spider-man homecoming he's a better villain yeah have you um have you seen or have you played the um miles morales spider-man game yes it's great i love that freaking game yeah i oh love my God. spider-man and then uh spider-man miles morales came out and i went they were fine everything that was wrong with spider-man i didn't even know there was stuff wrong with spider-man it's a much shorter game which i appreciate it is yeah. i haven't played the first one i've only played miles morales miles morales is about it could take you like 12 hours to finish it um spider-man it, it is longer i don't know the exact number but it's a much longer um but it's spider Sp- miles morales is much better because they like lower all like a bunch of the like backpack stuff or something where it's like you have to go get this to al- unlock something worth with spider-man there's so many of them it's like oh, i'm tired of these um but it's i didn't even realize that i had that problem until i played miles morales and i was like this is so fun i love this the spider-man games i'm gonna be real just feel like gta but better the spider-man games feel like the best thing that's ever been done with spider-man that's fair the well, the plot line is great. It's so good. They're oh doing my god! Venom next, I'm so excited. I'm so I'm excited. So I've never been this excited for Venom. <laughs> I'm just excited to play more Spider-Man. To be honest, yeah. I I have a PS4. I mean, I kind of want to buy the I think first it's one be just the to do option it. Where you have Miles Morales as your like partner. 
which I think is great. Mm-hmm. I love that they introduce uh, Miles Morales at like the end of the first game, and like it's been taking everyone else so long. And I'm like, just introduce him. He's great. I love him. You know, I, I love the games. I love, so the, I love that. I need to play the first one. Whoever is writing those games should have writ- written the movies, any of the other Sony movies, but also maybe the MCU movies. <laughs> um, do you play PS4 or Xbox? PS, uh, PlayStation. Okay, do you have the disc of the first Spider-Man? Yeah. You should let me borrow it. Okay. I'll play it. Yeah. Cool. Um, um, I get PlayStation because um, there's a lot of PlayStation exclusive games, but there's not a lot of Xbox exclusive. Mm-hmm. So I'm like, well, I'm going to get my money's worth with I this. I just like PlayStation more. Um, yeah, I guess. I don't really care. I just want to play more stories. That's fair. So that's what I care about. <laughs> um, yeah, I love them. They're so good. Uh, I don't know if that was any sort of recommendation or anything. But I it think was it was. Just we just off. hyped the hell out of Whatever. Spider-Man games yeah. one and two. And other stuff. Yeah. Um, um, Young Justice. Well, did you hear that? Um, I need to, I'm going to watch that as well. Yes, absolutely. Um, Start with season one. You're going to be like, this is so good. You're going to find characters that you're like, oh, who's that character? I want to know more about them. And you're going to be like, oh, that character is so cool. And then you'll see stuff that they do differently with that character. But you're like, oh, but that's so good. And I love it. It's such a great show. I love it. I hope it goes on for 10 seasons because they're consistently good. They're on four mm-hmm. now and it's still good. Season three is when they, because um, the first two seasons are supposed to be for kids. Uh, season three and four are whenever they are like, it's for all ages, but it, they like do um, some adult stuff. Okay. Like they swear and stuff more. And I'm like, this is good. Nice. Sweet. Um, did you hear that the after credit scene for Eternals has been spoiled? I have not heard that it's been spoiled. Spoiled. I've heard that they are both um, going to be like. Don't spo- don't tell me what's in it because I don't know what's in. It. I don't know what's in. It okay. Either. I don't think that has been spoiled. No, no. Like the, they released like someone's leaked the end credit scene and it apparently introduces a character. Well, I haven't seen that. I don't want to hear about it. That's but all I know. What I, all I've heard is because usually whenever there's two end credit scenes, except for Guardians of the Galaxy, which had five, uh, volume two had mm-hmm. five, which was weird. But um, usually there's two and there's usually like a joke one and then one that has to do with the larger MCU and what it could mean for the future. Mm-hmm. Both of these are supposed to be um, larger things in the MCU and what's going to happen. I haven't heard anything about a new character, though, um, and I haven't seen the leak, which I don't want to. Yeah, I'm dodging it at all cost um, all that leak stuff stop yeah it, this is the fun is waiting yeah the fun is waiting and then going to see it like when it comes out that's Did like the whole point i don't know apparently it was just leaked ign had a story a about sense it of joy of like i spoiled this probably there's a deadpool comic or something where deadpool is like in line to get um one of the harry potter books or something spoiler for harry potter spoiler for harry potter Finished so long ago i don't care i'm on that movie seven so you haven't finished them no i've only watched the first six you need to finish i wasn't allowed to watch it because witchcraft same ha! but you've seen them all i've seen them, yeah recently i saw them like two years ago yeah okay so spoilers for harry potter if you don't want a spoiler get out um but like he's in line to get the books this is when the books were a thing mm-hmm. and then some douchebag drives by and he's like snape kills dumbledore and he drives away and deadpool's like no 
And then it like cuts to I think like two years later, Deadpool like finds that guy and kills him <laughs> solely nice. for that. And I'm like, that's great. Um, you know, I don't get the whole leak thing. I don't think it's spoil dumb. It. Well, whenever Endgame came out, people was did like a what it was like a minute leak of just random shit from it. It I think that's the thing of so it's the premiere came out of Eternals, but it's not out officially. But with um uh Endgame, I think that was just the thing of it released and so everybody was like I want to talk about Endgame. I want to like show stuff from Endgame and ah, I can't contain this secret, but there's like a two week embargo or something like that. Um, I think there's a good rule for it, especially of the Marvel movies, which is something of this caliber, which is it's two weeks. If you haven't seen it within two weeks, that's on you. Man, I do one week. No. Like, I'm not going to, like, talk about it in front of someone on purpose. But after a week hits, man, I'm talking about it <laughs> to a- people that want to talk to me about it. I mean, it's fine if it's with people who have seen it, but I think with like us podcasts or um, reviews or, you know, uh, Instagram posts, anything like that, where it's the case of like, you do two weeks of an embargo where you don't spoil anything, like you're not supposed to. And then after that, it's fair game because it's the thing of, if you haven't seen this movie two weeks and it's such a big thing, like it is on you, you need to like mm-hmm. go see it. Um, which we, I think we did Shang-Chi one week which after. Which is fair, Shang. Shang, sorry. We did <laughs> Shang-Chi one week after. Yeah. It didn't get released one week after, but we recorded it one week after. That counts, though. Yeah. It just matters about the release. That's fair. Once it's seen to the rest of the world. Um, As we're recording this, first two episodes are out. Yeah. Super hey, excited. Hey, yeah. I'm, I'm so happy. Same. Bro, <laughs> spicing that thing took me five hours. <laughs> oh, my God. I'm about to, like, learn that pain because you're going to show me some stuff. Well, and it's it's easy. It's just yep. tedious. It's just tedious. I like tedious stuff, though. Um, I do, too. That being said, I like tedious stuff because I can listen to stuff. But this I have to listen to. Yeah. So that's probably going to be like, oh, I want to listen to my music while I do this. It's like, listen to 10 seconds. Okay, stop. Cut. D- 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 move. D- yeah. And then 10 more. And I'll then read it. i put something on the TV in the background. Yeah. But, um. Just make sure you edit it in headphones. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. What do you, um, what do you watch whenever you're, like, not actually watching something? Just to turn something on on the TV. The Good Place. The Good Place? Okay. That's a good answer, I feel. Um, Have you seen it? I've seen some of it. I haven't finished you it. Fin- you should finish it. It's it, one of my favorites. It has to be something you've watched before. Mm-hmm. At least once. Mostly, like, five times, though. Or How I Met Your Mother. Oh, okay. Those that's, are my two. That's fair. Um. Mine changes every once in a while. I'm right now. I'm on Game Grumps. I just I just like rewatch Game Grumps compilations where I'm like I like their voices. They're very soothing to me. I guess. Um, but it it used to be Family Guy. That's like 20 seasons of that show. But I had watched all of those seasons like 500 times. So I was just like, play some Family Guy. See, I can never get into like Family Guy type of shows. I said the same thing until I got into Family Guy. See, the only one I, I really like. I can't get into any other. No, Futurama. Futurama's good. See, I tried Futurama and I just couldn't get into it, but I was also a little younger. I might like it better now. Futurama's good. Um, but same thing. It's like not the Simpsons. Simpsons aren't for me. Uh, American Dad's not for me. Though that being said, I think I think it's supposed to be the case of Family Guy is for the liberals and American Dad is for the Republicans. <laughs> like, I'm pretty sure they're set up in a political viewpoint. That um, makes sense. But, yeah, American Dad, not for me. Um, I watched a bit of... The new, what is it called? It's the it's supposed to be like Simpsons, Futurama, and then the other one, which is on Netflix. Disenchantment. Watch a bit of that. But I watched a season of that. I like that one. But that one's 
that's not really like a comedy that you can just put on. Like you actually it's like do a dark follow. comedy. Yeah, you it's like it's actually weird. Do follow that. It has um, like a plot line. It has a narrative, which is sort of like. But with Futurama, Futurama is so great. It, it's just random. It's so random, but it's got great jokes. Mm-hmm. I love Hypnotoad. Um, it's just funny. You should watch it. It's on my list. I want to go back that to it. And, I just um, never ooh, fully did. One. Brooklyn Nine Nine. That is on my list to watch. Gotta watch Brooklyn Nine Nine. It's so fun. I want to. Um, I have. have you, do you watch Rick and Morty? Yeah. Okay. I like that one. Yeah. That one got Rick me. Morty's fun. I have to be in the mood for Rick and Morty, I guess, because I That's could definitely fair. watch it and be like, "What's the meaning of life?" Uh, I, exactly. I could definitely watch that and be and go into that spiral where it's like, nah, "I'm having a good day. I'm not gonna watch that." Yeah. <laughs> so. Um, but yeah, yeah, I've watched Rick and Morty. I'll watch, I'll watch the new stuff when it comes out because I like it. I'm, I haven't seen season four yet, but I've seen everything up to it. But it's been so long, I'm probably going to restart. I have no idea what season they're on. They are either on four or they're on five. I don't they're know. releasing five right now. I was going to say four is on Hulu. Okay, yeah, yeah. Or HBO Max, whichever one it is. I think oh, it's yeah. both. I think it's HBO Max. Might be Hulu. I think one through three is on Hulu and four is on HBO Max. Uh, that makes sense. I like HBO Max. I, it's it's a contender, man. Yeah, it has some good stuff. a lot of good stuff. It does have young. It has all <laughs> the DC. Have you um looked into Doom Patrol yet or heard anything about yeah, it? Yeah, Doom Patrol is really good. Yeah, it's super weird. It looks weird as hell. Yeah, it is. Um, yeah, Titans dog shit. Doom Patrol, go watch it. Okay. First season, super weird. There's a street in it that's called Danny the Street, and he's pansexual. Um, and he travels. He like um teleports to different places. Um, and I. I love it. He's pansexual. Or I think he's pansexual, but it's a street, mm-hmm. which I think is weird. And Brendan Fraser is uh, the robot. Oh, that's cool. Love. Brendan I like Frazier. that. I like that a lot. Might I'll watch have, it just for Brendan Fraser to be on. Might have done some bad shit, but I kind of like Brendan Fraser. Bro, his fan base is booming right now. Yeah, crazy. He had a weird period where he just wasn't in anything, but now he's back. Everyone's loving it, but just on the low. But I like it. Have you ever? Have you seen the Looney Tunes movie he's in? Back in action? No, because I didn't know that existed. Oh my until, god! Like, I didn't know that existed until like this year. You should totally watch it it's so it's it's so like like dumb it's like uh it looks dumb it looks it's like roger rabbit type of dumb though roger rabbit's good i know so is this movie it's not as it's not as good who from roger rabbit has a very high standard but it's it's a good looney tunes flick i own it you can borrow it which do you think is better this looney tunes flick or space jam which space jam first one okay making sure we're on the same page here second one's a joke it was funny but it was a joke um space jam's definitely better really yeah it's not like the best but it's one to be like ha that was a good watch i haven't watched you know i haven't rewatched space jam in a while i want to know if that movie actually is good or if it's just nostalgia. It holds up, but it definitely like you have to be in the mood for it because yeah, it's fair. a lot. That's it's a fair. lot. And Michael Jordan is just love the guy. He's not an actor. He's <laughs> yeah. not an actor. Yeah, yeah, that's fair. That's that's my main thing. Like so you have to kinda like be, be in a mood to be able to look past that. I guess fully. I guess that's fair. Um we should probably close this. Yeah, up. we should I'm probably close. This is a great time though. This. Yeah. <laughs> We're just talking about whatever I quite enjoy it. Whenever we do it, I'm gonna put like we talk about blue and then we also talk about random shit for thirty minutes. Yeah. I think people will enjoy it but we always get back to the point i do want to uh do the plug though not a plug um but we do have i mentioned it earlier we have an email uh back to the point 21 at gmail.com send us an email tell us what you think um about anything if you do want to send an email to me saying that i'm ridiculous for whatever my opinion is send it to me i'll uh, delete it it's fine um we'll shout you out and talk about it yeah we'll really 
we're new. We're just we're this is just two guys chatting about stuff. It's if it's fun. funny, I'll shout. I'll talk about it. <laughs> if somebody gets create, doesn't mean like you it will be read. Don't worry about it. But if it's somebody sends me that, I'm like, this is good. I'm a I'm gonna bring that up. <laughs> There's a there's a great podcast. They have a segment called Hate Mail, but the hate has an eight in it. I love that. That's the title. It's not Hate Mail, but it's just like read that way. It's the whole title is Hate Mail, but the hate has an eight in it. Mm-hmm. It's so fun. There's some crazy stuff in it. I hope it we get I some love. emails after this. Oh, I hope so. It'll be fun. If you look, our first day, we had like three people listen to it that weren't us. Do you have family like in other countries? No. There were two in other countries and there's one in like Kansas. Really? Yeah. Those That wasn't my family then. Yeah. Oh, interesting. It's like we're getting out there. One was my mom. That's cool. One was me. One was also me. Yes. I watch every episode. Yeah. It's I, to, just to kind of give us the it's view. It's kind of ridiculous you know? that we watch the episodes, but we we'll listen, but well, yeah, around. We do listen to the episodes, which is kind of dumb. We're new. It's fine. <laughs> We've already listened to the episodes and we edited it. <laughs> It's fine, it's fine. Anyways. Does not count. Very different listening. We've off track, but there really wasn't a track, so we're going to end this yeah, out. we're going to close this Send way. us an email. Um, I'm going to, pl- oh, I am going to do a plug. I'm going to plug my Instagram. Um, uh, come check me out at bombasticbrad1 um, on on Instagram. Uh, I've, I've posted some photos from uh, the trip I took, um, some fun stuff that happened, um, and there's a great photo of Brandon and Jamie. Uh, hmm. in the, on the first photo there that's fun um, and then I'll be posting some other stuff I'll probably post some stuff of like us in the room and um, whatever else I'm doing on the day okay, okay. let's here. actually close this up though because I got to show you how to edit that thing alright bye guys All right. this is see- Seth and Brad see you next week see you next week